What is going on, everybody? Welcome back. We are uh, through the weekend of the NCAA tournament. What a wild weekend it was. Um, last show Saturday, we had a killer Saturday. Both of Maddie's dogs uh, hit. Um, Gaithy won and uh, Leon won both at over plus 200. Uh, I hit both my bets on the show that day. Um, Gino had a great day Saturday and literally two of the only bets he lost were the two show picks. So oh, it's okay. Right. Uh, Ebbs and flows. I, I have a question for you. Okay. I, I don't, I promise I don't let TikTok or Twitter trolls get to me, but I was genuinely, he, he was actually a nice guy. He wasn't a troll. He was, but he said, it's not that impressive. I said out of the seven uh, big 12 teams, only two would make it to the sweet 16 and none would make the elite eight. And he said, that's not that great of a prediction. I said, dude, they had a one seed, two two seeds, and a four and a three and a four seed. You don't think that's a great prediction? He's like, no. I don't think he's backing it up with math. I am I crazy? No, that's that's a guy just trying to like say stuff to say stuff, right? Like, oh, right. Like this is only the second time ever a sixteen seed is lost or a one seed is lost, yeah. right? Like. The math says otherwise. The math says it's dead in the other direction. Got Show it. Me. And, no, and, th and, that, and that's where I'm saying, like, I don't have a way to pull this. I said, toot my, I've been wrong about a lot in this bracket thing. I am not a bracketologist. I barely talk about it. It's more entertaining for me. Yeah. But I said, I would be very surprised if over 1% of people have no Big 12 people in the Elite Eight. No Kansas, no Baylor, no – and, again, it's not there yet. I need Texas to lose as a favorite, right. and I need K-State to lose yeah. as I believe a slight favorite, maybe a slight dog. So K-State's looking good. All comes yeah. out of Texas. But I thought that was a bold prediction that held up, and I even prefaced it with I got a lot wrong. This is the only thing I'm putting my name next to of pride. And again, I guess haters hate, but I'm glad you confirmed that for me. I thought it was a bold prediction. The, the same the same guys will argue with and spread versus juice, right? I'm going to be sorry about that guy, man. I, <laughs> right, my, but that's the same, it's the same argument with them. My social media manager stepping in, they're like, Gino, stop fighting with people publicly. I'm like, dude, I need to defend our brand. If someone's saying I'm a liar because – it's minus 115 or minus 105. I'm like, bro, if it's plus 115 on the other side, it's not juice, bro. It's not. I don't get it. It doesn't come to me. Right. I was like, dude, I don't know what to tell you, man. So uh, I try and not like overly fight. But, dude, I actually think, and again, I, I'm a little more hard-headed than most. I actually think a founder defending their brand. Mind you, this guy went from first calling me a liar then said it's a Ponzi scheme. I said, what about that openly is a Ponzi scheme? Right. What are you talking about? Uh, and then the last one was fraud. And then I had to say, bro, you follow me on TikTok and Twitter. Why do you follow frauds? I don't know, man. People are weird, dude. I just really hope. I got two little brothers that are 23 and 25. I just hope these kids get happier, dude. I, I just didn't have – I didn't. I don't remember when I was there fighting this much with strangers. Like I just didn't. I would get through my day with my friends, my family, my school. 
they're they're hostility they're bickering with strangers it's a very unique feeling you don't feel good when you walk away from that you, no you I've, I've, I've never i've never understood it i'm uh i'm insanely positive most of the time and no yeah it's um one of the best pieces of advice when i was probably around that age i ever got given is i got told that one of the greatest things we have is humans is we get to control how others let us make us feel. You might not always react correctly right up front, but you can control whether you let it yep. make you mad or whether you make it upset you. And that really helped me deal with that kind of stuff. Cause I see it and you're just like, I mean, we do it right. When, when I built my, you know, built my business that we got rid of last year, I, we'd have people come on and go, Oh, that's so ugly. Meanwhile, a hundred people, you know, said how beautiful it was and they loved it. And it's just one of those that, I think they're just that I feel bad for those people. Like I feel like they're super unhappy inside and that's just got to suck to live that way. I completely agree, brother. We're on the same page and let's get people fed now. Thank you for hearing All right. me. All right. Well, I'm going to roll first today. So, uh, cause it ties into, uh, to what Gino has going here. So first we're going with Steph Curry under five and a half assists. Now, why am I doing that? Uh, one, it was juiced at DK way higher than the other spots. Two, they're a 10.5-point favorite versus Houston today. In case you guys haven't noticed, Houston is terrible, um, and that's an understatement. So we wanted to, I wanted to take advantage. I think they're going to blow them out. They want Steph rested for the playoffs. They're not going to play him 38, 40 minutes. Steph's going to see 30-32, and when he sees 30-32 – he averages around 4.8 assists, right? He needs that 35 minutes to get to the six assists. Uh, but everybody's betting it because it's Steph, right? Uh, they didn't really look at the matchup and say, you know, this is what's going on uh, and going under there. And then we're going to keep riding this. Fan, I'm still shocked FanDuel brought this back. So basically FanDuel got murdered on these hockey props when they were letting us parlay them together. And they took it away for most of the season. Like it's been gone for almost the entire season and they just brought it back. And what it's allowed us to do again is take these favorites, right? And and where I don't want to take them because I'm paying so much right, so much negative equity, right? Like it's a right, like Sidney Crosby and Dylan Larkin are each like 180 minus 180 odds, right? Like that's just giving the book way too much edge, in my opinion. But we can put them together and it's over a 71% hit rate. Then we get plus odds and we can build them that way. So that's something we like doing there. And then I'll let Gino tie into his dog of the day here and, and a bet, another bet he has. Yeah. I'm hoping that all clicks. So my dog of the day is Utah plus six and a half. Um, I really simple one guys. I had this one open at a fair line. Um, I wasn't going to jump on it, but I had it open at a fair line and then I saw it jump. Point and a half. Like I wanted in Memphis too, but I think that jumped up from one and three. a half last night. Yeah, it jumped it's up three. It's four and a half right now. Looking. Yeah, at so I, I got away from it. This one jumped in my direction, so I, I liked it. Might have passed on it. I thought it was a fair line, but then you give me two points, and I'm just like, okay. I asked Trav any major injuries. He's like, yeah. four and whatever. No, two and a half free points at, at home. I'll take it. Uh, perfect, just for to to focus on you know ROI, and then. This is my more favorite bet of the two, but same unit amount, just personal favorite, not value favorite. Um, I like GSW, Warriors, uh, Houston, under 236. Um, 
I actually also leaned Warriors in this game. I thought that was my homer bias. Trev said, no, no, they're going to knock their socks off kind of thing, blow their doors off. I still just like the under better. If the Warriors pull away early, they'll slow down. They won't run all day. It gets Steph less minutes. They score a lot more minutes per possession when he's on the court. It all kind of clicks. Minutes, assists, flow of game. If the Warriors can get up substantially early, just so you all know why would the Warriors want to get up early, why is this game so important to them, they've been piss poor on the road. Their their stats, this is scaring me as a Warrior fan. They have one of the – I forget, I'm going to mess this up, but their road record – has never the win percentage has never equated to an NBA championship. That's yeah, scary. It, uh, right. Same as a Warriors fan, it's it's been bad. You don't like you don't like stats like that. You can always break them. They're always you know rules are meant to be broken. But I do think they want to come out early, establish, and go on a sprint into the playoffs. That no no no, we're damn good at home, but we're also a championship team on the road. And I think it's just a mental thing. So I, I think they're going to come out very serious, even in a ten point spread game. Um, if I had to bet them, I'd probably be Warriors money line first half, but there's no value there, so I skipped it. Yeah, that sounds good. All right, well, recap real quick. I'm a rock. Steph Curry under five and a half assists. Like it, it just ties in together. Um, this was at DK. It was the plus money. It was plus 110, 120 most other places. DK had it juiced up. Um, and then we got Dylan Larkin and Sidney Crosby, both over two and a half shots on goal tonight. Uh, Sydney's averaging 4.8 Larkin's averaging 4.9, uh, shots on goal. So, and we don't want to bet them at minus 180. Yeah. So, but if we can get them together, get some positive juice on it, which Vandal's allowing us again, we're going to take advantage of that. I like it, my dude. I appreciate you. I'm really looking forward to our Thursday show coming yeah. straight in sweet 16. I have a, one more question for you before we go. Okay. Does Princeton count as a Cinderella? Yeah, I that's I mean, if they do, Florida Atlantic does, right? So I said this, and you're allowed to disagree. I think Princeton does just on their seating, super cool to be heavy dogs and win twice, right? Florida Atlantic's been favored twice, right? But they've never been to a Sweet 16, so I actually threw them in there. I said Princeton, Florida, biasedly, I said I don't think my San Diego State qualifies yet. Favorite no, twice. Yeah, five seed. Um, I was just like, yeah, it's cool. They're not a Cinderella yet. If they win over Bama and the other two go away, they would be my Cinderella of the tournament. But those are big ifs. Yeah, that's uh, for sure. And it's a uh, it's unique, right? Because they had that team in 2020 when COVID hit, right? Like they were no. going to make a run, right? They, that team was going to make a run. The best team ever. We had one loss. Yeah, like that team was going to make oh, a run. That was heartbreaking. Yeah, right? So um, this team – I'm tell, I've been staring at this game since yesterday. Um, I'm probably going to be on San Diego State again. I just, like it. Yeah, I, they ma- it's the matchup for me, right? You know I'm modeling all this stuff and I'm looking at it. Yep. I, they match up w- well against Alabama defensively. Like Alabama is not going to like their style of play. And Alabama hasn't played well against other teams that play the way they do this year. Um, so unless Bama shoots like 60-plus percent, you know, the anti-Marquette, <laughs> captain's two for 20 for 52, So, but I digress. Um, that's a uh, – I'm liking them going in. And, 
I'm interested to see what the money does on the uh, Gonzaga UCLA game with you know UCLA being down some peeps. I'm I'm gonna I'm really watching to see where that goes. I agree. I, it's a little bit generic of a statement because I haven't watched it at all, and I'm biased, so I'll be on San Diego State. But I do think it won't be sharp-ish. Maybe it could be a little, but I, I think you just wait. I think the public will be heavier on Bama. Bama actually moved, uh, just so you to know, Houston was the favorite to win it all. Bama's path got so much easier after the U of A loss. They're now the favorite. So um, I, I think that alone will get San Diego State a free point. So I'm, I'm hanging out till Thursday afternoon. Yeah, I'll be interested to see what direction it goes there. So Yeah, it'll be very interesting. Uh, all right. I like our chances, brother. I appreciate you. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Later. On a warm summer's evening, on a train bound for nowhere, I met up with a gambler. We were both too tired to sleep, so we took turns of staring out the window at the darkness. The boredom overtook us, and he began to speak. He said, son, I've made a life. Out of reading people's faces And knowing what the cards were By the way they held their eyes So if you don't mind my saying I can see you're out of bases Or a taste of your whiskey I'll give you some advice You got to know when to hold them Know when to fold them Know when to walk away And know when to run You never count your money When you're sitting at the table There'll be time enough to count When the dealing's done Surviving is knowing what to throw away, knowing what to keep. Cause every hand's a winner, and every hand's a loser. And the best that you can hope for is to die in your sleep. And when he finished speaking, he turned back toward the window, crushed out his cigarette, faded off to sleep. And somewhere in the darkness, the gambler he broke even. In his final words, I found an ace that I could keep. You got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, and know when to run. You never count your money. When you're sitting at the table, there'll be time enough for counting when the dealing's done. When the dealer's done